0: to another episode of Touchdowns, Tunes, and Tailgates. I'm Cliff, I'm your host, and it is Veterans Day week. Yes, I give the veterans a whole week, but as it relates to our podcast, it only makes sense because I don't know when you'll be listening, but tomorrow, Friday, is Veterans Day. As you know, that's a subject near and dear to my heart, and if you haven't been tuned in for long, it's a subject near and dear to my heart. And I was thinking about, okay, how do I talk to my listeners without getting all sideways and long-winded and et cetera, et cetera about that. And well, let's face it, what I'm known for is my storytelling. So I want to tell a story about a guy who I hold in the highest regards. Um, As I get a little bit older and older, your inventory of people who have mattered in your life, either your immediate family or friends or people who've made a drastic impression on you from how they led your life. And that's what we're going to go with today. So this is a sports and music and lifestyle show. So it'll make sense as I get into the story why I picked who I did. Um, I've always been a fan of the underdog in whatever fashion it may be, that whole underdog scenario. And the guy who couldn't do this or couldn't do that but still found a way to do it and so when I was introduced to this particular person I was fascinated by the results they've been able to achieve in their whole life not just as an athlete and that person's Patrick Tillman, Pat Tillman. Pat Tillman was a standout on the football field growing up in California San Jose to be specific he was the oldest of three boys he grew up in a very intellectually curious house and was forever challenging himself to curiosity and to learn was a big reader it, it just he had this balance of leadership about him on the football field, he played linebacker. He was undersized, he was this, he was that, but he also somehow found a way to lead his team to a state championship in California, which is no small feat. He progresses along and is offered a scholarship in academics and sports to Arizona State University. And it's in Arizona where he really started to find his way. And this uniqueness about him. He continued on as a linebacker. He led the team in 97 to the Rose Bowl in an undefeated season. Earned three consecutive selections to the Pac-10 All-Academic football team. A first-team Academic All-American honor, as well as the NCAA's Postgraduate Scholarship for Academic and Athletic Excellence between games. Pat earned a BS in marketing, graduating summa cum laude from ASU, the prestigious W.P. Carey School of Business, in three and a half years. Yep, in three and a half years, and oh, by the way, he played football. He was highly, highly admired in the community at Arizona State, of course, for his football skills, but also what he was doing off the field. He was a big favorite of his his professors. He was perpetually curious. Graduates, so he was drafted in the NFL, um, not first or second round, but seventh round in 98 by the Arizona Cardinals. So he stays in Arizona, which kind of works out for him. There was a lot of skepticism at that level, again, about his size he made the move to playing safety um, and just did a tremendous job. Became the starting safety and broke the franchise record for tackles in 2000 with 224. Pat's NFL success did not go to his head or break his way of being. He still drove the same old jalopy to games. You know, nothing beat his beat up old truck. He read voraciously. You could find him like in the weirdest places. Like he'd be sitting up in a tree reading and, and and thinking and developing these thoughts that he would, outside of sitting up in the tree, debate and discuss with anybody who really would listen, his family, his friends, you name it. He, When he communicated with people, Your passion, whatever you were talking to about him, became his. It was really a a true gift of leadership. He became a huge volunteer in the Arizona area, whether it was the Boys Club or March Dimes or schools and going and reading to them and reading with them. Um, His off-color way of doing things also led him to do things like half Ironman triathlons and marathons and stuff you just don't typically see a football player doing. It, it just it was all fascinating to me to learn this story for sure. While all this is going on, he's playing in the NFL at this and that and Ironmans, he um, <clears throat> got his master's degree in history. From his alma mater. So now he's got a master's degree, he's running marathons, he's doing all kinds of stuff. Now, this part's not going to be storytelling because I I want to read exactly how this all went down to y'all. The day after the attacks of September 11th, Pat told a reporter, and I quote At times like this, you stop and think about just how good we have it, what kind of system we live in, and the freedoms we are afforded. A lot of my family has gone and fought in wars, and I really haven't done a damn thing. Just stop and think about that for a minute. This guy's resume is already, he's got a master's degree. Summa cum laude is playing in the NFL, and he says, I'm not there. All during this time, Pat was with a girl that he had been with since high school, And if y'all know me, that kind of rings home as well. And he married her in the spring of 2002. When he came back from his honeymoon, Pat went into the offices in Arizona to see the Cardinals and said he was going to put playing in the NFL on hold to enlist in the United States Army with his brother Kevin. Obviously, I, I remember where I was. And at the time, I think... There was a three-year, one million-a-year contract, which at that time was huge for a safety on the table from him that he walked away from to enlist in the United States Army. Obviously, the decision shocked the team, fellow NFL people. It was all over the press, the news. You know how media is about this stuff. You know, wait, I'm kind of one of those. And... He never would speak about it publicly, and that was his choice. He had made a decision. His brother Kevin had made a decision, and they signed up for a three-year term. They were assigned to a 2nd Battalion of the 75th Ranger Regiment in Fort Lewis, Washington. They served tours in Iraq during Operation Iraqi Freedom in 2003, and in Afghanistan during Operation Enduring Freedom in 2004. Sadly, on the evening of April 22nd, 2004, Patch Unit was ambushed and it traveled through the rugged can- as it traveled through the rugged canyons and terrain of eastern Afghanistan. His nothing short, y'all, of heroic efforts to provide cover for the rest of his fe- fellow soldiers as they were trying to escape this situation. They were locked in in this canyon led to his untimely and tragic death so we could go from this point on and talk about how Pat died what happened friendly fire all that stuff it's irrelevant to me what I see is legacy is this human being who was so well-rounded who personifies what a human being should be what a veteran looks like and I think we miss that sometimes I think we 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 look at situations going on around the world whether it was Kuwait Iraq Afghanistan you name it and now you know in Ukraine and Russia what's going on with those two and it almost becomes normalized But here's a guy that we watched, or I should say at least I watched, and hopefully you're listening and hearing this story, and experienced his life and the fullness of his life. It was unbelievably publicized in the incorrect ways when we were discussing the war on terror. But if you really knew Pat or knew his story that's the last thing he wanted. He would never have have had that. His legacy lives on y'all through the Pat Tillman Foundation. And it got me to thinking a lot about the current day situation of veterans in the United States and specifically what touchdowns, tunes and tailgates can do going forward to support that. And having some personal experience here and also making the decision to not get into that, here's what I would like to do moving forward. I want to focus in 2023 and the end of here 2022 on supporting veterans who've come home and are challenged to find their way, whether it's PTSD or depression or whatever the case may be, so often we're finding a dual diagnosis with these fellows and women of post-traumatic stress disorder, drama, uh, and what they use to knock the edges off of that, such as alcohol, recreational drugs, that put them in a spiral that's tough to come and back from. And there are more and more groups and organizations out there to help reduce the number of folks that are suffering that way because of PTSD, because of the substances they've used to mask those feelings, self-medicate those feelings, etc. So we'll be announcing in the coming weeks some foundations that we are going to support in one way or another. And we're gonna circle it all back to Pat Tillman's foundation that his family so strongly holds on to. And we're gonna do our best over the course of the next year. We hope you as our listeners will support us in those endeavors. I'm honored to know Pat Tillman's story as well as many, many other veterans. I'm proud to call myself a veteran. I thank you for taking the time to listen us, to us, today or listen to me in this case as I've rambled on about this I feel it's so important this week and honestly every week what we're going to do now is we're going to kind of try to just dial up the smiley face stuff and we've had the luxury to bring in our friend Jake who is the face of the Frontier Band they've got a new single out called Rather Be and Jake has agreed to play that for us here today with some of the community players. And then we're going to talk to Jake a little bit about his evolution in music, how it fits into his daily life, and go from there. So we'll be right back with Jake and Rather Be by the Frontier. One, two, three. One, two, three.
1: thing the story of you and me thought it seemed what could be echoes in time never fading
0: an amazing rendition his new single rather be i am fortunate enough to have in front of me the front man for the frontier jake Mimikos. jake that was awesome thank you so much for coming in and playing that for us just thank before, you before i go any further where did the inspiration for that song come from because it just rang in my heart
2: thank you i i really appreciate that cliff um so I guess uh, I mean, really it it just came from it came from uh, sadness. if I'm just gonna be frank with you. Um, it came from uh, the end of a relationship. and really, I was just trying to as I as I usually do when I'm writing, I'm just trying to um, feel better some of the time because it's really music's just kind of an outlet for me. and it's um, kind of where that came from.
0: Well, I think when you were writing it, that's probably how it felt. But what I got from it was not just you, but anybody who listens to the song inevitably has been through some form of relationship torture. Yes. And so it just resonates. And I was able to sit here as we had the community players around you and watch them listening. And the expressions on their face were so great because you could see their little brains working or big brains, as it may be. And Mm -hmm. you knew that they were zeroing in on that person or that situation in a relationship that had just wrung them out to dry. So, as you know, Jake, I'm a lyrics guy. And the lyrics were just flat out amazing to that song.
2: I really appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I mean it. It come. It came from a real place. I mean, I didn't really, I I didn't put a lot. I'll be honest. Like, I I didn't really think about it a lot. That's kind of been my approach lately. Is is just kind of letting the words just kind of fall out and land on the page. And for me, it's just about being honest about the situation and um, honest about how I'm feeling. And I hope that that translates in the in the song and. Maybe it makes it more powerful in some way.
0: I think it absolutely does. I love musical lyrics to get me to the place I need to be, whether it's about a relationship or about a situation in the world or about any emotional distraught or happiness I feel. And clearly that rang true. But one thing you said to me that I just want to kind of click on here, and, mm-hmm. and I'm going to lump you in with a pretty big star here, is you said something to me that I heard when I went to see Springsteen on Broadway. And he, he goes through discussing the songs from The Rising, which were about 9-11, it, it, for, the, for the most part. And he's giving commentary afterwards on how the songs, what the songs meant to him. And the correlations. And he said something. Now, was I thinking about these things when I wrote these songs? And he said, of course, no. He says, but I was 100% feeling them. And I think Mm. that's the magic of somebody like yourself or him who can write a song that just pours out of his brain onto a piece of paper and lyrically is amazing. And you don't maybe even realize it till after you've just kind of dispersed your emotions out in writing the song. Did you feel it as you were writing it or did you look back at it when it was done and go, wow.
2: Yeah. I mean, that really resonates with me. I, it was a lot more of a feeling um, that I was trying to describe. I was trying to put down on paper. I don't always know how good of a job I'm doing sometimes until afterwards so it's more like uh i'm just kind of letting things unfold and um and it's it's usually like really quick sometimes um just trying to you know let the emotions pour out and then um and kind of see what happens after that
0: well that's why all of you writers don't write with pens you write with pencils because I see just (laughs) madly erasing and rewriting and all of those things. And it's been fascinating over my career to be around folks like you and watch them do it. It's, it's, it's utter pure enjoyment for me to watch that. Now it's been a hot minute between this single, which came out about, I don't know, 30, 45 days ago. And Mm -hmm. your, your, your last kind of uh, entree into the writing and, and getting stuff out there. What kind of went on between there? Did you just need a break or were you hitting one of those creative walls that I hit every day? Yeah,
2: actually um, I think it's a little, a bit of both. I mean, I, I have been hitting a creative wall a little bit. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not like a, a full-time musician. I, I work um, I have, like, a career, too, and um, so I do get kind of busy just kind of, like, living my life, and then a lot of times music is kind of a reaction to that, like, the lyrics are, are kind of a reaction to what's going on in my life.
0: Well, I'm going to speak as one of your official fanboys, this <laughs> this, this work you, stuff you do that you speak of, <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. You ne- You need to write more music. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we're off the air, give me the names of the people that are making you work so much so that right. I can address them one on one.
2: That is a deal because I would love to just be writing and working on music all the time. But, like you said, I mean, yeah, it's sometimes you go through these periods where you do kind of hit a wall. Maybe I'm looking for inspiration. Um, but sometimes that comes from just
0: living life, you know? Absolutely. I've been writing this book for a long time now. It's a coffee table book about all the places that I've went and tailgated and the experiences. And as we've gone along, I've taken pictures of everything. And we have this beautiful portfolio of photographs to go along with this kind of coffee table book. But I have for like 90 days now, Jake, Mm -hmm. been mentally constipated. I, I just can't think of any other way to put it, buddy. I can't get, it's probably a good 60 to 90 pages left to finish this thing up. And I don't so care we need it. to get, we need to get a mental laxative
2: if there is a way.
0: Yeah. I, I, I've been thinking about what that laxative might be. And short of a <laughs> gun being held to my head, I just can't come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know, and I don't want to hear anything about work and all that other stuff, because I know, what's next? Do you have something planned out? Do I have to come back over here and wring your arm back behind your back? I mean, what do we got to do to get some more talented music out of you?
2: Man, that's a great question. I, I am trying to continue momentum because it can, it can be difficult. I mean, I, I've been playing music for a lot of years. And I go through periods where I have trouble trying to figure out that very question. What is next? And um, I guess right now what I have planned is I'm going to go back to the studio and I'm just going to keep chipping away and um, I'm going to do an acoustic song. Um, I still don't have it fully mapped out yet, but that's as far as I've gotten.
0: (laughs) So... (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to add another challenge to the table for you. And yeah. y- you're probably going to smack me for this. All right. But, but I was listening to the story you told me the other night about how you had written music or had participated in a play that you had done. Yes. And I yes just too. enjoyed that story. And I thought to myself, well, geez, Jake should probably write the intro for the show. So I'm going to... Give you that small 20, 30 second assignment to come up with something. All right. And if you do, I will take you out for dinner anywhere you want to go.
2: Oh, man, you got a deal. That's that's a great, great challenge for me. I would I would be honored to uh,
0: accept that. That's cool. And just my only thing is that the word fast food has to go after any of the restaurants that we're going to choose from. All right, <laughs> so we could experience a wonderful night at, let's say, Burger King, or uh, McDonald's. My personal preference is Chick Fil A, because that's oh, there good, we go. That's some fine dining right there, buddy.
2: That is fine dining. You, you, <laughs> I, you got me. I'm, I'm hit. I'm in.
0: Okay, <laughs> so now that we've everybody's heard that, so now I can call you in a month and say how we making out on this thing.
2: Yeah, because I'll be, I'll be, I'll to go to Chick Fil A, man.
0: Ready. You know what? I'll even do a double dip lunch and dinner at Chick-fil-A. Oh, man. You can
2: call me me in a week and I'll have
0: this thing done. That's the kind of guy I am. All right. But more (laughs) importantly, all kidding aside, can you tell everybody where they can find your music? It's been on repeat on my iTunes and Spotify for some time right now, I want our listeners to be able to do the same. Where are you on social media, et cetera, so they can find you? Thank, thank
2: you for raising that question. Um, Yeah, I'd, I'd love it if people looked me up. It's uh, Instagram is at TFTheBand. Um, I'm on uh, Facebook at The Frontier. Uh, same on Spotify. And uh, Bandcamp is just uh, The Frontier Band
0: dot Very cool. If you could text those to me, cause yeah. you know, I'll forget them the minute I walk out of here, I'll put them out on our social media so people can get to it as well. So if they're driving home or whatever the case right now, and can't write it down. But for me, I'll just tell my listeners. It's so easy. I went on mm-hmm. Apple music. Yes. Cause our show's there, but I also went on mm-hmm. Spotify cause yes, our show's there. And I mm-hmm. just typed in the frontier. And then this dude with weird mirror sunglasses will come up and that's my alter ego. Yes. I'm afraid (laughs) to meet the alter ego with those glasses on, but nonetheless, you'll know that you have found the right spot. And then exactly. And then it's on Instagram. It's at TF the band, correct? Exactly. Okay, so now I have one more opportunity to give you a hard time, and I cannot resist this. Can't wait. <laughs> why, why no TikTok account?
2: Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good one. That That is a good question. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I had to take a break from TikTok.
0: So you were the guy that was sitting in the bathroom in the morning until <laughs> your legs went numb, just scrolling <laughs> yeah. through it?
2: Doom scrolling and, through TikTok, man. That yeah. <laughs> that freaking app is is just like I can't even. I mean, it's it's the best and worst thing to ever be invented.
0: It's the black it's hole. I cannot deny it, it. is. And so many of my friends, like, there's this. There's no middle with it, Jake. People They're either love it or hate it. Exactly. But what I found is the people who hate it have never been on it.
2: I agree with you because I think there is a lot of good and valuable stuff on there. That's, that's my only thing with like, I mean, I'm taking, I take breaks from it and then I'll dip back in and just see what's going on. But yeah, there's some good stuff on there.
0: I'm not asking you to marry it or anything, but just put some stuff out there about your music. That's all I'm saying.
2: All right. You may, you may have inspired me to uh, get back on that train. So
0: We may or may not have ten or twelve thousand people following us on that thing, so it might be a good idea. Here's another thing: I want to make you aware of this. Mm -hmm. You're a guy. I'm a guy. We both have ridiculously dumb senses of humor. Some of the best fart jokes ever (laughs) are on TikTok. Well, I'm the king of those Right, so we were talking constipated There's this one dude on there He's a big guy like me And he's got this little Fart horn thing Uh And he walks like up and down Venice Beach or wherever he is And he waits until A couple attractive people get near him And then he lets loose And um, Presses the fart gun It makes a horrendous but very real sound And then he's got a camera guy, and all the camera guy is doing is photoing the expressions of the poor girl right behind him who thought she just got farted on right in her face. Oh, my God. That's awesome. (laughs) So I've been sending it out, and i got to add you to this text group. I've been sending it out. Every morning I send out because he's, like, literally got, like, a million followers or some crazy number. And this is all he does, and he's come up with all these dumb sayings about burritos or farty party or you name it. And to watch (laughs) the expressions of these, and let's be honest here, it's usually women, that he does it near is hilarious. Oh, my God. But my favorite is when a girl will fake like it smells horrific. Yeah. There is no smell. It was a horn. Oh, my God. They just react that way. That's awesome. But anyway, let's not go any further into farts. I don't need the FCC I mean, clearly, calling me. Clearly, there's a big
2: market for that, Cliff. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's definitely <laughs> added gas to this conversation. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, listen, Jake, Yeah. I so appreciate you coming in today and playing that song for me. It's the second time I've had a chance to hear it live. I love it. I'm gonna Anytime. Get it out there to everybody. And please go get that TikTok rolling, brother. All right. You convinced me. You convinced me. All right. Me. Deal. All right so Chick-fil-A, TikTok, and farts. How much Dude. better could we do? Winning combination. Absolutely. <laughs> you have a great night, and I will see you soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Cliff. Take care. Okay, y'all, I've enjoyed talking with you today. I've enjoyed our guests. Thank you so much to Jake from the Frontier for coming in. Thank you to the community players for all their awesome music. To the listeners, thanks for listening to my story about Pat Tillman. I think it's an important story given the week and day coming up of Veterans Day and what our goals are to support veterans going forward. Again, we'll have more information on that in the coming weeks. And I promise you, we're going to do everything we can to help. So with that in mind, uh, we're going to jump to the end of the show. I'm sure James has got some cool music for us to listen to on the way out the door. As always, clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. Thanks, y'all, and have a blessed week. (music) ¶¶
1: something girl Are you happy in this modern world Or do you need more Is there something else you're searching for I'm falling All the good times I find myself long for a change. In the bad times, I feed myself.